What's up, 20s fam? We are back for another episode of 20s and Thriving Podcast. Today, we have an interesting subject to hit on, the Sunday scaries. Let's dive right in. First off, what are the Sunday scaries? I didn't know what the Sunday scaries were for the longest time. And if I'm remembering correctly, my wife was the first person who introduced me to the concept. We were hanging out, watching a movie, and she told me that she had the Sunday scaries. I just laughed because I thought that she was being clever. I stand corrected and she explained exactly what it was. Immediately intrigued, I googled it and found that the Sunday scaries are a very common sensation that many individuals battle with on a week-to-week basis. For clarity, the Sunday scaries are the anxieties one experiences on a Sunday when thinking about impending work week, the school week, or other obligations that just await them in the week ahead. I personally haven't felt these common anxieties, and I guess I chalk it up to the fact that my entire life I was always working on the weekends, so I never really had an abundance of time off. However, that triggered some thoughts towards my hypothesis in finding an antidote for the Sunday scaries. I didn't know enough about the scaries to jump to a conclusion, so I put my head down and I kept on my research. I found a doctor, Dr. Alpers, who spoke in depth on the subject, and I'm hopefully pronouncing her name correctly. I'm really bad at that, so forgive me if I'm, if I'm wrong. She states that the Sunday scaries are triggered by the end of the weekend approaching and individuals anticipating the return to work. She says that when people start to make a to-do list or they contemplate upcoming responsibilities, the transition from relaxation to work mode can be a really tough 180 to digest. She also adds that during the weekend, your cognitive load is significantly lowered, so it's very easy to let your guard down. It takes a lot of mental energy to prepare for upcoming tasks. Some of our Sunday scaries might stem from our brains gearing up to access the full potential of our our brain that we're not using through the entirety of the weekend. So this was very eye-opening to me. This research helped co-sign my thesis for building an antidote to the scaries. And I know there are people out there who are going to come for me on what my antidote is. And I'm definitely not claiming that my method is a one-size-fits-all solution. So try it out. If it works for you, great. If not, I'm sorry. But Dr. Alpers talks about how people shut off during the weekend and their brains have to flip a switch on Monday. What if you were able to carry the same energy throughout the course of your weekend? Maybe not the same exact energy, but you're not completely shutting off. It's not as drastic of a change when Monday hits. I've been practicing this unintentionally and now intentionally for a good chunk of my life. I now use this method and probably use it within its most extreme form by making Sunday my most difficult day of the week. Yes, you heard me correct. My antidote for the Sunday scaries is to make Sunday your most difficult day of the week. I'll pause here for you to take a minute to talk some shit. Hear me out though. If you make Sunday your most difficult day of the week and you attack all the hard and the grueling task up front, by Sunday night, you're going to be feeling accomplished. You already won the week. You will have momentum heading into Monday with all the hard work already behind you. And mind you, I'm not just speaking about work-related tasks. I'm talking about chores around the house, meal prep, workouts, whatever it is you typically procrastinate on. 
And I get it. You're sitting there saying, great, so you solved the Sunday scaries, but do they just move to Saturday night? Fuck no, and this is why. It is because on Sunday, you're in full control of your day. I truly believe that one of the main reasons that people don't enjoy Monday is because you have to work. You don't hold the same autonomy that you do during the weekend, which promotes resentment towards your nine to five and forces you into using your weekend as an escape. Fortunately, I think that you can use this negative feeling as a positive and treat it as a sign that you're probably that you probably don't love the work that you're doing. It may be time to take a left turn. I'm going to save this rant for another podcast, but before I close it, I want to make sure that I state that I do understand the difficulty in just quitting or changing jobs. It's not an easy decision to make. I understand that there's bills to pay. I understand that you have a lot of time invested in a specific skill set or a specific leader. But all of that aside, I suggest that you just continue to strive for, for happiness in your work. Life isn't forever. And if you're not enjoying something, it's okay to go and exercise other options. Back to the Sunday scaries. I do want to share an example of you of how, how this works for me. I don't enjoy running. It's not very fun for me. It takes a lot of discipline for me to make sure that I hit my five miles for the week, which I understand is not an excruciating amount of running. But I prefer biking. I prefer lifting, yoga, really anything but running. It's just a lot easier on my joints, and it's less mentally grueling. I just like to make sure from a running perspective, I keep a sound enough base that if I want to, you know, I can maybe run a 5k. I run those five miles every Sunday. It's painful, but I know that if I get through those miles on Sunday, the rest of my fitness regimen that week is going to be something to look forward to. And at the end of the day, even though I don't love to run, I still know that it's a huge benefit for my health. I feel accomplished and I catch some confidence and momentum heading into the week. Now, take that thought process and spread it across all the different areas of your life. Going to the grocery store, meal prep, cleaning the bathroom, doing laundry, doing a difficult project for your side hustle, or maybe a hard task at work. Attack those assignments on Sunday, and I promise you that when your head hits the pillow at night, you're not going to dread that Monday as much. And for those of you who are sitting there, and I know you're out there, what about balance or I want to relax? I'll say this, no one's stopping you from doing those things. I still work plenty of R&R into my Sunday stack. The difference is when you attack these tasks head on versus trying to do them during the week, you're working an entire day. I have full autonomy on Sunday to spend my time exactly how I want. And I understand that not everybody has the privilege to do this, maybe you're working on weekends, but it, it, it all just depends about how you how you break up those tasks during the day, or you can potentially front load them so you have the rest of the day to do other activities that more feed your energy. I mean, I took a nap this Sunday and it was fucking awesome, and I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say that if that's what gives you energy, do some of that. Again, I know that this antidote isn't gonna work for everybody, And I said this a little bit earlier in the podcast, but I do realize that it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. 
if it doesn't help minimize your anxiety and your Sunday scaries, I do have five tactical ways to curve the scaries. The first thing I do is I'll meditate or stretch. I also love drinking tea. I'll do this over, you know, maybe some different caffeinated uh, options like a coffee, going and reading a few chapters of a book. It kind of just helps me stay present in the moment, go for a walk outside or exercise it up a little bit. So I hope you all enjoyed this podcast and my antidote to the Sunday scaries. Our team would love to hear your perspective. So don't shy away from using the comment section below. Have an unbelievable start to your week and we'll see you soon.